happy holidays it's claire and today i am catching up with adrian and we are talking about our lives and reflections of 2022 i mean you know it, it's nice we haven't had you on in a while adrian no so sorry i've been a little bit mia <laughs> no no i mean you know it's life so yeah we are going to talk about wow what happened in 2022 I I think this happened last year when we were doing our annual recording <laughs> one of us is yeah. like wait it's 2020 like what <laughs> I think for all of us this year has especially the tail end has been quite chaotic maybe it's because yeah. every everything's quote-unquote back to normal so everyone's like we need to do everything make up for lost time which that itself is another conversation but let's be reflective and share things that we are proud of this year you know any changes any thoughts so um thinking about like changes that have happened this year I think there are really like three things that kind of stood out to me or three topics I would like to talk about. So <laughs> can make a number list. But uh, so, I mean, so the first thing, I mean, because you were talking about how chaotic it's been towards the end of the year. And I think one thing that I've really found this year, which when I've been talking to other people, they also find this as well, is that I've been sick so many more times this week, this year. Mm-hmm. like normally I'll get like some colds like you know and they're, they're not too serious and I'll get the flu like once maybe like not every year I get the flu I usually get a cold every year at least once but I just feel like since I've got COVID during the summer like I haven't really been like fully healthy like I just keep on like teetering in between like I'm feeling okay and I'm feeling awful <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I think that that has been something that has really stood out to me this year. Um, And I think it might also partially be because everything is quote unquote going back to normal. So now that people are like actually going out more and not masking, it's just so much easier to get sick again. And our bodies are just not used to it. And at first I thought it was just me. So I was like, oh no, COVID has just changed me. But when I was talking to my coworkers, mm-hmm. like they all found the same thing. So I don't know if it's like partially from living in a city or, you know, also having had COVID. But yeah, so that is one thing that definitely feels different to me. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that it's something I'm proud of, obviously, but <laughs> yeah. I do think that it is something that has really affected my year. So that is something that um, I was like, I don't know, that that has kind of like been something that I thought about this year. And uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of the first thing. Um, And then the second thing is that I just feel really proud of um, like the work that I've done this year at my job. I think that I've done a lot of new things. So uh, I applied to join like a working group uh, for like young professionals Mm -hmm. and I actually got accepted. So I'm really excited. It's going to be like a three-year program and they're sponsoring us to go to Taiwan in June. So that'll be really exciting. So uh, like when I was putting together my application for that and I had to like write my personal statement and uh, write my CV and stuff, 
I really started to reflect on all the things that I've done this year. And I just felt really proud of just everything that I've done and, and how far I've come like work-wise. Mm. Um, there's just like a lot of projects that I never would have thought I would have been able to do before that now I have done. And I think recently, especially because I've been sick so, so much, like I keep thinking like, oh, I didn't really get anything done. And my ability to work was like really hampered after having COVID. Like I kept getting headaches all the time. So I started to feel like, oh, I'm not getting anything done. And I felt kind of like depressed about it. But then when I actually looked back at my CV, when I was compiling it, I realized like, oh, actually I did do a lot and I do feel really proud of myself. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing is that I actually started dating again recently and I always like put it off for forever because I'm so lazy and I don't like meeting new people, <laughs> but actually I've been having a better time than I thought I would have yeah. like dating. So, so actually it was, it hasn't been that bad so far and it's, it's been fun, like getting to know people and I've actually been like telling my parents about what's going on too, which I normally don't, but it's kind of, and even though they, they piss me off a lot still, but, <laughs> you know, I, it's kind of nice to be able to share that with them because mm-hmm. even though sometimes I'm like, okay, I don't agree with you. I'm not going to take your advice, but I'm just going to say yes. And whatever, <laughs> hopefully yeah. they aren't listening to this. I don't think they will. <laughs> But, you know, I still think it's nice to be able to talk through some of these things with them and kind of uh, be able to share some things because there are also some things that I've learned about my parents through having these conversations. Mm. So it was nice to kind of feel like I can share a little bit more of my life. So so that's, that's been nice. So I guess those are kind of like the three things I feel like that has really been that would really encapsulate my year this year. So I guess like uh, the physical component the mental component and then the heart. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be funny is that I-, I mentioned before we started recording because previously we did our 30s recording, right? When we mm-hmm. turned 30, it would be interesting to listen back on our younger selves, right? It would be funny yeah. though if, I don't know, in like a couple of years or a year, whatever we listen back on this, you... <laughs> met your, you you like got married or something like that or like oh that's when I started dating that was the starting point right actually like so I had a date last night which went really well it was actually like one of the first times that I felt like like nervous but in a good way Ooh. you know like normally I either feel like nervous and like I feel uncomfortable way or like <laughs> yes. or I don't feel nervous at all and I'm just like this just feels like hanging out with a friend but it was like the first time that I felt like kind of like fluttery. Yes, <gasps> good. I, I mean, like I have felt this way, like when I had crushes or stuff, but this is like one of the first few times that I felt this way when dating. So I was like kind of excited. That's good. I mean, we've yeah. only had like one date. So, you know, obviously it's like too early to tell. Right. If it'll but still, actually it's exciting like, to have that. Yeah, feeling. but it's, yeah, it was exciting to actually feel like, <gasps> I can actually like people. Oh my God. (laughs) And then after that, I felt like extremely like, like distressed. And I was like, never mind. I don't have feelings. Like, forget that. Forget that. Backtrack, backtrack. (laughs) Oh man. That's, yeah, that is super exciting. And yeah, we'll have to take this offline, but really, really happy for you that date. Well, it's like going well so far. And 
I know that it's not easy, especially in this climate, to just well, first of all, make the time and physically get out. So, oh my god, yeah, and I. Yeah. I so, I mean, I guess regardless of how it turns out with this particular guy, I do feel proud of myself for yeah, actually yeah. like going through like the effort <laughs> of trying yeah, to like meet absolutely. people and trying to date, um, especially after putting it off for so long and making so many excuses. So it feels like, well, even if it doesn't end up working out, at least I've been learning things about myself and gaining some experience along the way. So definitely. And I mean, we have been in a pandemic, so getting social again, it's not easy. So I'm really proud of you for being able to do that. And obviously, congrats on the fellowship news. And also, I um, <laughs> well, uh, this is, I, I don't know if I've said before, but I'm also proud of you that you're like jumping onto a podcast format, because when I first brought it up to you, I know, like we've done loads now, but yeah, I, I know that it was something that was a little bit different. But now, you know, we're just kind of like chatting and we're really doing it. and you're doing it as part of your job as well. So, you know, as you know, it's so funny that it ended up being part of my job, because like, me. I just when we first started <laughs> podcasting, I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> and now you're doing it. So here you go. Yeah, well, I will say that I definitely think that my experience with introspectives definitely did help me with my job and help me in getting my job. So it I forced also you to very... love podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> well, not just that as well, but I think it also gave me a portfolio for like my coworkers to look back on when they were thinking of first hiring me as an intern. Yay. So that they were able to see like, oh, she has podcasting experience and that is a plus. So, you know, it's like I was able to get my toes wet with introspectives and like yeah. feel uncomfortable about it and slowly get more comfortable with it. Yeah. And now that I'm doing it for work, I don't say I wouldn't say I feel like entirely comfortable, but definitely a lot more comfortable than when I first started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, so, you know, I'm I'm proud of you. And it's just really, I love to see it. So that's really great news. And when you said that being, um, being sick, yeah, that's definitely the theme of this year as well. And it made me really think about, this sounds really cliche, but like how important being healthy is. And so I guess I'm really proud that I am trying like a new, I think I told you this. So I have tried CrossFit for a long time. And sorry, what am I saying? I'm sorry for a short time. (laughs) And I maybe it's been very societal but I've always been kind of scared of weights and like lifting I would do like dumbbells and kind of call it a day and I felt fine but this time it's really about like barbell lifting and it made me realize like okay I'm stronger than I think but I'm also still so weak and this is how much your body can do wow this is great but this is all at the same time as realizing how scary COVID is because, yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I still don't feel 100% as well. So it's a very weird simultaneous feeling with that one. I really hope it'll get better in the next few years. But I also want to get pregnant, you know, in the next mm-hmm. year or two. So a part of me is like, what? I, I have seen pregnant. Gy- oh, my God. What am I saying? Pregnant woman at the gym. Mm-hmm. And they're so strong and very inspirational. But it's like, why am I working so hard to tone up my body and change? And 
ultimately yes i want to get strong but why am i doing all this when my body's going to change mm-hmm. you know and everyone's like no but once you're actually um giving birth it'll help you but i don't know that yet it's yeah. not guaranteed yeah it's not but i did hear from my sister that like um doing like pelvic exercises and stuff oh, yeah, like, was very true. helpful for birth pain so i think it i don't know <laughs> she, she said that as well so yeah. um and i trust my sister she did give birth right yeah the qualification <laughs> yeah <laughs> she has the qualifications to have this opinion and i i trust her and she is like of the the people I know that have given birth that um uh, I have like three friends that have uh including my sister, my sister's <laughs> friend who have given birth. So yeah. Oh, yeah. I trust no. their opinions. <laughs> Me too. If they if they've done it, I trust them. The other thing is, and you like I'm proud of you as well, as I said, because we've done new things and we've moved into a different sector and I'm very proud of my adaptability because I feel like my work my sector has been very challenging at times like fintech is like oh my god this is like the hard stuff and related to that what I've also realized was that uh, I'm always like the organizer in my all my friend groups and including my family mm-hmm. which I used to really like cherish and love about myself because I really like doing it. But then I don't know if it was because it's the tail end of this year being crazy. But part of my role is to like, I need to talk to clients, right? So I'm literally like setting up, trying to get their availability, scheduling, re- reminding them. And so that bleeding into my per reminding me of how I do that in my personal life just made me think like oh my god I can't do this anymore (laughs) like maybe it's because I'm getting older too so I was like okay I need to so I started to create this sounds so cliche but I just started to create boundaries for myself and tell like family and friends like I I can't be active with reminders anymore I can't Mm -hmm. I'm like mentally struggling to create events for like groups I mean I know you and I told you I really want to travel that that's that's like different but I, I don't know I'm still like figuring this about myself like I, I think I'm you know how you, supposedly like as you get older you get mellower and mellower maybe that's me getting mellower like not planning things out so much anymore but I, like I'm starting to like let it go like I can't my brain's getting tired yeah <laughs> the three reflections of this year. <laughs> yeah I think I mean, yeah, with, yeah, I really feel the the mentally getting more tired thing. So I yeah. do feel like I have to prioritize more or like try to think of like better methods to figure out how to like keep in touch with people, which I'm still awful with. So I'm like trying to figure it out. Like I do find that it's helpful to just have like scheduled calls. Oh, with definitely. Because yeah. it's like, otherwise, like nothing really happens. And I don't know. I'm still really bad at like ugh, answering emails and stuff. Like I'll get an email and I'll be like, oh, I should answer this when I have a time to sit down and think about it. <laughs> and then it's like a month goes by and I'm like, crap. <laughs> uh, I yeah. feel like a lot of times I want to like give things like more uh, importance or like attention. And then it, I feel like I make it into a bigger deal than it is. And then I don't end up doing it, you know? So I don't know I if that's think- also how you feel about organizing and stuff. Well, like I said, I used to really excel at it and like 
really enjoy it Mm -hmm. but now I'm like I think too I have too many groups of things like my as I'm sure like we do multiple things in our lives like you know as as everybody does but I, I don't know I can't I can't keep track and I've even gone and like um, pause notification sometimes like my colleagues will like message me on my phone it'll be like something important like oh I can't get into this meeting because my mm-hmm. wi-fi is cut and then I won't check oh. it I'll be like oh shit but I don't I don't like things to bleed in like I want I need separation now so I don't yeah. know sending good vibes for 2023 to figure that yeah. out I don't know <laughs> I mean I, I have always been very grateful to you for being the organizer <laughs> all these years especially because it's something that I'm so bad at so (laughs) I really admire that you're able to do that but also I think it really is mentally exhausting so it is good to find ways to set those boundaries so no and um I so I don't mean this in a condescending way but I I genuinely feel like like I've been happier because you've been so much easier to reach (laughs) these last few years and I bring this up because I feel comfortable telling you whereas before I'm sure I would have been like oh I don't want to make it seem like like they can't rely on me or I still want to be the organizer but now it's just like no this there's no solution right now but this is how I feel maybe it is COVID related probably is COVID related Mm -hmm. um but yeah because our bodies are getting adjusted to being in the normal again (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, I've been trying to be better about it. But at the same time, I think there's like, ways in which like, it is important to have those types of boundaries. Like, I I don't like checking my messages or my phone, like when I'm out doing something with someone or, you know, you're really good at that. actually. I, I just, I don't like if I have a, if I have time with people, I don't want to like spend it doing something else. You know, like I want to be with that person. So Mm. I never really want to like check other things. Your love language. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess that that's kind of like the trade-off in some ways. It's like, I'm really bad at, at like um, getting in touch with people or check messages. But once I finally get in touch with them, then we have quality time together. <laughs> no, that that's that's true. You do give your undivided attention. And I've always loved that about you. That, that's definitely true. I'm not prioritizing mm. boundaries because like it's something that I've been forced to think about because I'm struggling. But mm-hmm. because things have been so like, go, go, go this year, like I haven't, I, like, I just want to chill, man. Like, yeah, yeah. I just want to sleep. So I haven't been like, right, let's sit down and, and like meditate. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think in some sense, like, I know getting COVID and everyone being sick and the pandemic and stuff has been really hard. But I think, and I think that I am a lot more mentally exhausted, like within these past like few years than I have like been at some other times. Well, actually, I don't know if I would say that. I guess I always feel mentally exhausted. But but I do think that one nice thing about the pandemic is I feel like it has kind of opened up a lot more conversations about self-care and like kind of Mm, trying to find like those those types of boundaries. So I, I do think that a lot more people are kind of thinking about it and it's a little bit more widespread of like an understanding rather than it just being like because before I always used to think like if I can't message someone back I'm like failing and then that would like make it harder for me to message them because Mm -hmm. I would like feel like so guilty or like upset about it yeah you know but it's like now I'm kind of like I'm trying harder but also I'm trying to be kinder with myself of like okay you know like 
it's okay if I can't do hundred percent all the time. Like I'm not perfect. And these are hard times. So it's like, so I think yeah. it's important also to like give yourself a break while also trying to find those boundaries, you know, so. You're absolutely right. And speaking of breaks, I, <laughs> you know what? I haven't even put up my tree. I like to just pop some films in the background so I came up with the list and okay, yeah. part of the problem is these are all Christmas theme. There aren't a lot of, I know we talked about this one year for media club that I accidentally re- deleted the recording. Whoops. <laughs> um, maybe it's where we're based, right? That mm. we're not seeing like Jewish focus or Kwanzaa focus films. But one series that we definitely watched that we hated was do you remember dash and lily yes i actually saw it on my netflix it was like like you watched this before and it came up and i was like oh that fucking film i was we're not the target audience for that film like the target audience is much younger but but we've seen stuff that was catered for younger demographic that we enjoyed surely that's happened i can't think of an example well, I do like children's movies, but I don't know if I like, I like children's movies. I like adult movies. I don't like teen movies. You know? <laughs> That's true. I, I just remember we were like going on about it, but I, I think the main reason I didn't like that one was just because why is it all, why is a love interest always a white guy? Mm. Like, why did she, I don't know. I, I just feel like it had a lot of potential. And like, I think the, the main dash and his ex, have sex in a museum on like one of the hard effects you remember I was yeah, so, yeah. I was very angry like how dare you I know right I was just I was, I was furious that's what I first thought about when I saw the, the <laughs> dash and lily thing come up again it was like that fucking scene where they're in the museum <laughs> you're ruining a precious antique not an antique artifact so that was that was terrible <laughs> I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah. There's another series that I really, you know, you just want to turn your brain off, right? So you just want to watch something stupid. I really tried mm-hmm. to give this a go, especially since, well, Vanessa Hudgens is half Filipina, which I didn't know till recently. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I didn't know. But hmm. did you try to watch the, the print? I can't even say it, the Princess Switch series. No. I. She plays herself. Yeah. And her like lookalike is British because of, of course she's British. And I was like, there's oh. it's a trilogy. Like I've I seen can't... YouTube videos about this, but I haven't actually I, seen this series. I have a high tolerance for stupid shit, but I just could <laughs> not. Ten minutes in, I just couldn't. But I wanted to support it so bad because it does feature two people of color as the oh, two. Nice. I know, but I, it was so bad, Adrian. Oh no. Maybe you'll love it because I'm setting it up as to be so bad that you'll be surprised. I do like bad movies, but I'm not sure. Like if I go into it watching it like with the expectation like this is gonna be shitty and I'm gonna laugh and enjoy it, then like you know, like it's so bad that it's good. Yeah, like, maybe well, it can go that's that. That's what route. I thought it'd be like, but I was like, Oh, oh it wasn't. Oh, okay, oh no. Like skip, skip, skip. I skipped everything. And oh, even no. after skipping, I was like, oh, <laughs> Like you, she plays herself, and there's three of them. Three, oh like a tri- You should check it out. Though, let me know what you think. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I'm just gonna 
tell you right now, the only holiday movies I've watched <laughs> are like from 50 years ago. Like so what? I can, <laughs> um, like White Christmas and oh, wow. uh, Miracle on 34th Street. <laughs> so whenever you talk about like new age Christmas films, I'm like, yeah, I didn't watch any of those. <laughs> like, these are the only Christmas films that I watch. And I don't like films about Christmas. I don't know. I don't like like modern stuff I'm like eh, why why do I have to watch something about Christmas whatever I don't care but <laughs> oh but give me a Christmas carol and Ebenezer Scrooge like <laughs> what if there's a modern take on the Christmas carol no it has to be that very <laughs> it has to be that the the version with was it Alistair Sim I think I it's probably I'll I can't even look it up I can't even if I get the it. name right I will just feel shamed for the rest of my life you watch it every year uh, almost every year with all well, with my family like on like on Christmas like uh on the day usually like Christmas Eve or um, around then okay I do Those like, are like the only films that we watch why yeah Alistair Sim yes oh He's, it's okay. it's the only only version that I watch those are like the three movies that I watch at Christmas time that's pretty much it oh there's one other movie that I watch sometimes with my sister. It's called Two Hour Christmas Classics. And I don't Sounds know if familiar. I brought this up before. I probably have, but it's just two hours of like really old cartoons that have aged very badly that are about Christmas. And there's a lot of music. And so we sing the songs to each other, um, yeah. like me and my sister. That's cute. And yeah, and they're all highly obnoxious, which means that it's very great for when you want to bug your parents and you're just like killing some time in the kitchen. <laughs> just like singing <laughs> songs. Oh, it's really cute. <laughs> uh, that reminds me, there's a, I forgot what it's called. It's called like Father Christmas. It's a cartoon that came out like 1990 here. And for some mm. dang reason, I, I love it. And the Santa is based in Yorkshire like Sheffield where Sabrina and I worked and so Mm -hmm. he doesn't have a quote-unquote posh accent so he says stuff like blooming heck and things like that (laughs) I love that's cute oh much yeah he goes to um it's like supposedly what Santa does during his time off in the summer so he goes to Paris and gets drunk uh in Vegas and Mm -hmm. it's just kind of I guess it's kind of inappropriate <laughs> yes. oh I'm, man i think i've heard about this before i'm obsessed with that i'll have to make <laughs> a note so to funny. was you. it on was it on netflix it's a cartoon yeah is i don't know i feel like i've heard about this before because i remember someone saying that it's like not appropriate that he goes to to like las vegas i'll have to maybe it was you that told me about it i don't maybe, know <laughs> maybe it was me i i really like it and i screen shared and played that because it's really short to yeah. my parents and since then my dad's been like blooming heck why does he <laughs> blooming heck? it's so cute so i really like that one but you know other stuff like what you gonna call it polar express that's scary mm. as fuck <laughs> right. did, did you not see the cartoons like their faces like did when was the last time uh, you've seen it i have I don't think I've actually seen it, but I saw the trailers. I don't recommend it. I was getting <laughs> stressed because the, the the train full of kids goes off rails. Like, are you, are you joking? This is a safety hazard. Did you not check the train? 
<laughs> I feel like sometimes our love of rules and law and order kind of get in the way of our enjoyment of media, um, such as in this case, and also in Dash and Lily, where we could just not let it go. The fact that they would, I can't, I don't the, like it. It, ups- yeah. it bothers me too. I'm like, is this like, uh, is this like the byproduct of being like a, uh, one of those like honor students, like straight A <laughs> type of people? Or is this like an Asian American thing? I'm not really <laughs> sure, but something is just like deeply embedded into me that you have to like obey the posted laws and authority. <laughs> and I don't like when it's being disobeyed. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I think my main gripe also with Dash and Lily was like, she's so cute and she tries so hard to please two mm. white dudes who are idiots. Yeah. She dates true. her bully from childhood. He's like, I really liked you. That's why I made fun of you. I'm like, that's bullshit, dude. Oh, man. I forgot about that. Wow. I'm getting <laughs> angry talking about it. But another film that I genuinely think you should watch, Love Hard. It came out last year. Okay. It All features right. that guy from Never Have I Ever, the hottie, the half Japanese, half white dude. Uh, James Darren. It's not. You know, sometimes you watch high school stories and you feel pervy because you you think they're young. He's actually our age. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he then. I thought you were going to follow this up with like, yeah, he's really young, but he's so hot. No, <laughs> okay, no, really no, 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 but no, he he's our age. I think it, it's oh, and Jimmy oh. is in it and Harry Shim Jr. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, Harry, but I think he's hot. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, I've never, I, I will check it out. It's I will make Netflix. an exception for you and watch a Christmas oh, film I think that is like it. from within the past 40 years. <laughs> what I really liked, so Love Hard was good. Mm-hmm. I also really loved a New York Christmas wedding. And okay. it's not to be too cheesy, but if I had like a checklist of things that it checked off, this would tick it off because it's, features woman of color it's mm. an lgbt story and it's not it, it is sappy but it's like in a very good way like there are twists and turns you wouldn't expect i love it made me feel really like emotional watching it like mm. I, I i still think i i'm gonna watch it this year again that was so it was very beautiful i highly recommend like you should watch it you had me at lgbtq christmas story <laughs> yeah. oh speaking of that <laughs> Another LGBTQ story is single all the what? Single all the way. Okay. Um, okay. Those two, yeah. So those three, I I really I really liked it. You know, like obviously our films that we watch are very Christmas centric, mm-hmm. but on top of that, they're very Eurocentric and they're very heterosexual, right? So mm-hmm. it's just nice to you know mix it up with these stories. It's very cliche as you would expect, but. It was it was cute. So you should watch it. Yeah, actually, that does remind me, too. There was one Christmas movie that I've watched that is a modern Christmas movie. Which is? Uh, Happiest Season. Oh, I haven't seen that. So it's like Christian Stewart and Aubrey Plaza and other people. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, a, it's also an LGBTQ Christmas story. But it's like... Oh, um, okay. 
well, lesbian couple that is like yeah. going home, going back to yeah. one of their houses for the holidays, mm. but like she hasn't come out to her family yet. Uh, and so her girlfriend yeah. kind of like has to like hide away and stuff. So, so she's kind of like, well, I mean, she's like there, but like as like their, like her roommate, not as her girlfriend. And so she's oh. kind of like upset oh. about the fact yeah. that, I would you know, too. she's, she's sort of like, you know, like, and her family, the family are like not being very nice to her either. Mm-hmm. And they're like trying to set up the daughter, like with someone else and stuff like that. So I actually don't remember how <laughs> it ends. So I do remember that it yeah. was like, not entirely like a hundred percent cheesy, happy. Like there were some like, kind of okay. like, like sadder moments and stuff. Yeah. And there was like some things that I think the main here or that uh, the girlfriend did that I was kind of like, eh, <laughs> kind of annoyed at. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. so I don't, I don't remember. If you do watch it, let me know what you think. Yeah, because I, I don't remember what it was really about. So maybe after I hear your thoughts, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what it was about. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I really yeah. want to. I do remember it being pretty funny though, at least. So Wait, okay, it's it I'm excited. I um, I want to put in the background and put up my tree. Like I yeah okay cool I'm gonna add it to the list I mean yeah oh and Dan Dan Levy is also in oh it he's well. funny as well yeah okay. yeah it was a great cast I've been trying to put up a list of good uh holiday films mm. there's oh my god there's like so many bad ones I think Netflix released I won't get into it one with Lindsay Lohan okay which I was kind of excited about it was really bad there there was a story called the Noel Diary. And it's about this like handsome white author who's loaded and he helps this black woman find her family. And I was like, oh my God. But I, it, it's just very cheap. I just put it on oh, the, no. I need stuff in the background sometimes, you know, to, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm not sure if that'll go into the, the list, but they, yeah, they're, they're, they're very bad. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good to know. Well, at least I have, I have three solid contenders. That yeah. I can watch that are from that may make it, yeah, that are from this century. <laughs> also, like, because all the Christmas films I like, since they're so old, it's like they're all like, you know, white cast. I know. I'm, <laughs> white I'm cast, so... like, iffy racial depictions. <laughs> well, this is why I like, I try, if I do see a protagonists of color i do try to watch it to encourage mm-hmm. that kind of work but i i mean the like a new york christmas wedding and love oh, actually not even love heart a new york christmas wedding is like probably the only film i've watched in a while where both people are not white because mm-hmm. all of them are like at least one person is white and i think sabrina said um earlier and she was like you know white people probably watch it because there are other white people in it <laughs> Mm-hmm. But I would love to see like an Asian American family doing their thing. That's why yeah. I was really excited about Dash and Lily. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah. But to wrap up, what are you excited about and hopeful about 2023? Well, let's see. I am looking forward to like I was saying, the fellowship. Um, or is it really? I don't know. It's the title fellowship working group, I guess. But you're a I, fellow yeah. now yeah (laughs) I guess so yeah so I'm I'm pretty excited about that I'm really excited to go back to Taiwan and I'm just excited to have more conversations with like my peers about certain issues because 
I don't know. I think when I was studying yeah. when I was in grad school, I felt really like yeah. nervous a lot of the times about like um, saying my opinions about things mm-hmm. just in case I was wrong. And so I was like always worried to talk about things. So I'm like, what if I was wrong? But now I kind of feel like, well, you know, I'm not going to be able to learn new things if I don't talk about them. Mm-hmm. So I think it's better to learn through discussion and kind of just training different ideas. And if I'm wrong, it's okay. You know, like it's by talking to people that I can get more knowledge and actually, you know, learn more and have a broader view. So, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. And I don't know, I guess I hope dating goes well, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I hope they. I hope that's yeah. I, I honestly like. I, I know this is so cliche, but I am really proud of you, and I'm very. I I do find that really encouraging because, not nothing like I want to date, but everything yeah. you say is. I think you're. <laughs> no, not. I think you're absolutely careful, right. Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I've already told. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> like, what? Like in my lineup, like for example, like with. UX if you do it in order to be a better facilitator doing like UX research you only get better by interacting with people mm-hmm. and like I used to be kind of nervous starting those sessions too but it's like what you said you learn you have to talk that's how you learn like oh I shouldn't say that or you learn to articulate yourself articulate yourself better and I feel like that is a muscle that greatly depreciated during the pandemic because I was like fuck it I don't want to talk to anyone I was talking to the same people as well <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. only starting to like go back up I'm definitely um grateful for that um so hopefully you know I'll get my British citizenship this year I'm like Ooh, looking forward to that being over um and hopefully we can like yeah we can do our trip this year because we've been talking about it like actually like celebrate yeah in our 30s but you know i really enjoy being in our 30s i feel like we're becoming even better versions of our souls so yeah i yeah. think it's just like the age it doesn't i don't feel like i'm 30 i'm like what the heck what happened <laughs> i guess if i was like ranking years in my life this this would definitely be in the top five <laughs> yeah a lot well, I think that's pretty good i mean a I mean, lot's I, happened for yeah. you though like you moved as well and Looking I have my that. my children, child one and child two. Who you haven't named? <laughs> planty one, planty two. <laughs> yeah, planty big, planty small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That sounds really cute, actually. Oh. Um, cool. So yeah, that you know, looking forward to the next year, and we'll have to do a recording about like in between our birthdays because I think mm-hmm. it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to reflect on that. So, uh, so it's been great to hear the different thoughts about oh, 2022, yeah. <laughs> and I'm so excited for what lays ahead. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to our like, thank you for checking in and something, something, something. <laughs> this podcast was made possible in part by funding from <laughs> <laughs> funding from our jobs, which allow us to lead lives and have some time to do podcasting. <laughs> yeah.